Hey fam, welcome to the Mars Invasion. I'm Mars and you are tuning in to the official first episode. I wanted to make sure to start the show off by establishing what TMI is and who I am. And I honestly feel uncomfortable just talking about myself alone in a room. So I called my friend and brother Darnell to talk with me. Darnell Blake is my best friend and artist in his own right and the worship leader at Missions Church in the Bay Area. We talk about the what and why of TMI, as well as dive into the churchy, awkward dude that is me. Enjoy the conversation, and thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> um, how did we meet? That's a wonderful question. Honestly, <laughs> um, okay, so I can, I can think of two instances. One, they were both related to uh, out of the kidney. So I remember like the first thing, one of the first things I did when I moved to Oklahoma in 2014 is I, uh, went downtown. I was just walking around, um, uh, downtown. I don't know. I guess it must've been a Friday night. It was my day off. And, um, just trying to figure out what was going on, what was going on in the city. And I had met Adam and Kizzy, um, like on a holiday, like the week before. Shout out um, to Adam and Kizzy. Yeah, A and K, love those guys out there in 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 the LA space doing their thing. Um, so I, I just met them like the week before uh, through Jamar. Lots of shout outs to people, I guess, in this explanation. Um, and so I knew that they were doing a show, so I went downtown to go check out their show. And then there was this random, uh, loud <laughs> individual who was. Um, aggressively pushing their CDs. Um, it was outside. It was outside gig, and I remember that because the I was using the elements to escape the aggressive individual who will remain <laughs> nameless. Um, oh, and then man. I didn't. Uh, uh, after that, I remember uh, we went to uh, what's the chicken spot out there? Aishin. and uh, yeah. Uh, maybe like a following week. All this happened like really close together. It was all like I was all within uh, my first month of moving to Oklahoma, and uh, we went to Ashens and A uh, and K were there. Uh, Jamar was there. Josh Norman was there, and maybe even Crystal Rice. So I got these same people's names. You can edit it out. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, do it. Um, I think Crystal was there, and um, I remember being there, and they were saying one more person was coming. And this person, they had given an impromptu nickname by the name of Snuggy B. Oh, and, wow. Uh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> oh, Jesus, be offense. Uh, I wasn't there for the Snuggy B experience, but all I know was apparently you had uh, an encounter, an experience where uh, 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 the britches were, were too tight for whatever you were trying to accomplish. That's how we met. So I got my full first Marcel's experience when you finally showed up at Aishin's in typical form. Uh, we had eaten, we had hung out, we were leaving, you arrived. I wasn't that late. You were that late. Okay, I think I underestimated how far it was. I remember the car I was driving. <laughs> it was my first car. It was a red BMW. And then what? That was what, 2014? 2014, man. Six years ago. You, you We're still friends. Yeah, man. So, so dope. And and I just want to say I'm so grateful to you and your family, your wife. Uh, you are somebody's husband and father right now. I am. I am. I'm both of those. Correct. I love it. 
I love it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, man. Waiting on you to join the club, bro. Yep. Anyway, so this is my first episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is my first episode of my podcast, The Mars Invasion. And, um... Basically, this yeah, is a- yeah, yeah. So hit me, hit me, hit me with that information. So tell, tell me about that. Like, I know you've been you've been kind of talking podcasts for a while. I know you've done like you've been writing. You've done uh, some stories. You used to work for another like um, media outlet for a little bit and all yeah. that stuff. So talk to me about this podcast. Why why are you doing this? You know, what's what's your vision behind it? All that stuff. I need to hear that. So, and I'll give you the long answer because. Here it is. The first. Oh, my gosh. I'm such an awkward person. I'm awkward and churchy. And this is why I said that back in two. Awkward and churchy should be the name of this episode. Dude. Yeah, that should low key be the name of the podcast. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) for sure, that's the name of the episode back in. I want to say 2000. 2005 um you remember myspace (laughs) do you remember myspace yes i do so back in maybe 2005 2006 i had a myspace music account not my music Mm -hmm. my dream (laughs) as a 16 year old in california was to be an independent gospel music promoter for artists in the east coast i'm not kidding you that was my dream Um, I I loved gospel music and MySpace music was my doorway to um, a lot of independent artists. I remember um, I used to do interviews. Um, I don't know how I was able to, but there were some artists that responded back via direct message. I got to interview James Hall when he was promoting his Live at the Foxwoods uh, album. Um, And we had a good long conversation. I got a chance to talk to uh, Gary Mays in Houston and and uh, YPJ um, in South Bend. He had released his second album, Popular Jesus. It was just amazing. One thing that I loved was that I feel like was absent and I still think is absent. Interviewers that actually ask questions, music nerds. And scholars and people like me wanted to know. Right, and, there's um, nothing worse than like reading reading interviews and just seeing the same questions every time. Like, how did you get started in music, and what instruments do you play, and all that stuff, right? Right, and uh, yeah, and I feel like even with the question of how did you get started, there's some gems there, but I feel like people don't ask, or people don't ask enough questions, or people don't allow who they're interviewing to really lay into their answer. I I love the stories behind things. Like even with the 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 recent Clark Sisters movie, man, and also the name of whatever entity I had back then, it was called The Minstrel's Point of View. Mhm. So, yep. <laughs> and Minstrel M I N S T R E L, um that was yeah. um that was the court musician or worship leader that david set up back in the day they were minstrels anyway so i called it the minstrel's point of view because of course i'm kojic all right (laughs) so um to the the bone to the bone so 15 years ago it was the minstrel's point of view because this little kid loved gospel music and loved um the behind the scenes and just wanted people to 
be supported and known. And so now I have I have a I have the same dream, the same goal. Um, but I think in 15 years, I think I can better sum it up as I build community through content. So this is one of the mediums of which I want to build community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. So how does that factor in into the podcast you know, from a functional standpoint? So you're going to build community through content. So what does it look like um, as far as like the things you'll be doing with the podcast? What can, you know, we expect to be hearing and seeing from this particular medium from you? So with this podcast, uh, the tagline is building community through conversation. I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, to be frank with you, um, because I'm not just interviewing gospel or, or Christian artists. Um, collaborating with Anchor Music News three years ago, shout out to Jeremy Boyum and, and the whole writing writing team back then. Um, I found it easy to connect with uh, secular artists. Um, I had um, great conversations with, you know, Bill Lawrence and... Um, uh, Lamar fight Shantae can and just you know of course name dropping but those names meant a lot because they are people that I think a lot of people don't know but I wish they did they're all the time independent artists and they all had amazing music and amazing stories I will never forget some of the some of the things that they told me like um, Shantae Can's um, perspective on inspiration, asking Bill Lawrence about, you know, he's one of the main piano players for Snarky Puppy and how, you know, community has a sound. You can you can hear a Snarky Puppy song or go to a concert and just feel the culture of community that they have. You know, a lot of the conversations I was having, I was drinking in the information and I'm like, dang, I want somebody else to hear this. I want somebody else to experience this. So how it plays out is just um, a, a recorded phone call, which is basically what this show is. I want to talk to people with um, different perspectives on things. Um, this isn't a gossip blog. This isn't a gossip podcast. Um, and it's not necessarily churchy. But being a believer <laughs> and being a churchy believer you, that will come out be <laughs> with me, it'll always be churchy. <laughs> Who cares? Because <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the um, I don't know what I was going to say. But yeah, but I really want people to leave our conversation inspired, encouraged and even challenged. You know, so yeah. That's dope, man. Um, are, are most of it? Is most of it going to be just like um, cold calls to people you don't like? Sorry, people people you don't know, like like, like you've done in the past, or is it going to be like um, a lot of like community conversations with people you already have? Like, I'm 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 actually really interested in like who who you have lined up for for these conversations. Honestly, or is that a secret that would, to be to be revealed later? No, it's not a secret at all. I think um, it's both and. You know what's been funny at Anchor Music News? I got a chance to converse with people that I never thought I would have access to. Like, um, and I was I was telling I was telling uh, Jay Lee this and uh, some of my friends this. Some of these people are a Facebook message or an Instagram DM away. 
I didn't know Bill. Um, I didn't know Andy Laviolet. I didn't know Alan Hampton. I just heard their music um, or I was introduced to their music. I wish I was as, as brave as I was four years ago because I didn't think of repercussions or I didn't think of, oh, I'm nobody, so they're not going to talk to me. Um, but back then, I, I just didn't I didn't care. <laughs> I had I, I wanted to talk to them. I, I wanted to hear their perspective. So I reached out. They didn't know me. And they said yes. And so that's that's how that's how that started. But then I would I would love to, you know, do cold calls and interview artists that I look up to. But also there's artists that I look up to that are my friends. So I would love to have Sean um, on here. I would love to talk to um, I'm for sure going to talk to Jay Lee and Adam and Kizzy and Christian Pearson. So I think what people can look forward to. It's just a we'll either talk to somebody down the street that's brilliant or we'll talk to a friend of mine in the UK. So, yeah, I love it. Let's go. Um, so what's how did how did this name come about? The, the name of it is the Mars Invasion, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, Mars that's invasion? what it is. It was honestly okay, hard so- to rest on a name. I and I thought about this last night. I couldn't name the show The Minstrel's Point of View. I think that's that's done and dead. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do that. Um I think well Adam actually gave me the name Mars when we first met maybe 8 years ago and it just stuck. So um that's my artist name Mars. I think I landed on the Mars invasion and I I think I was a little inspired by um my friend and coach at the time, Nate Yeski, just sticking true to my name, Mars. And um, the Mars invasion comes from I'm going and I'm visiting your world. I'm going to invade your world, ask you questions and then bounce. Yeah, that's why it's called the Mars invasion. That was awkward how to end it because I didn't know <laughs> what else to say. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I'm going into uh. your world. I'm asking you questions. Um, I'm leaving with a souvenir, which were the gems from our conversation, and I'm bouncing to the next planet. So, yeah. You hit on this a little bit when you were kind of explaining uh, your your mission statement, if you will. But uh, just to go into it a little bit uh, deeper, like you're talking about creating community through content um i don't know how else to ask this i guess the best way is i i what i'm what i'm trying to get at is that is is why is that the community side of it why is that something that is so important to you because i know you know knowing you for as long as i have you're a big connector you're a big um it's weird am i doing the interview i thought this was your podcast am i supposed (laughs) to be interviewed i don't know what's going on um i'm curious about that the uh just your um why is that just your commitment to that like the community the the connecting the resourcing people like why is that something that's so important to who you are uh, both as a person and as uh, a, a, an artist and a, a creative because it's what got me to where i am now i think i think i'll say this i think i'm the product of being raised in multiple communities <laughs> both good and bad and what this podcast and what everything that I do come from a lens of giving to others, 
what I've been given and also giving to others what I haven't been given. I have a heart for artists that want to create or want to do stuff or have don't have the means to do stuff. So a lot of what I catch myself doing is texting them like, hey, you should hit this person up, hit this person up. I, I think I've dragged you in a couple of group text messages with other people you didn't know. And, and I was like, hey, you two should be friends. Um, I didn't appreciate it. It's happened. It's fine. Anyway, um, I won't stop anytime soon. But um, <laughs> But somebody did that for me. I was raised in Churches of God in Christ. I started directing the choir and having a platform at around age 11. And so I had people that saw me and I, I was a lot more awkward and churchier and, and louder and uninhibited back then. And there were people that saw this awkward kid and they saw the gift and the great in me. And um, they allowed me to be on stage with them. They allowed me to be around them. They gave me their phone number and let me be awkward and talk. You know, being on stage with some people that I didn't even know I was on stage with. Um, I did a senior project um, in uh, Palmdale, California. I don't know all the school districts, but like the specific year that I graduated high school, they made us do a senior project, which is basically, hey, what what's your dream career? Do a project and a book report on it. My book report was trash, um, but it was my excuse <laughs> to do a concert with original material. Not a lot of people showed up, but the artists that showed up were amazing. One of the singers, I hope to have him on a show. He's been my friend since I was a kid and he's a part of um, a Sunday service, but um, he was there and he sang and he opened up. And then there was a, there was this um, well-known organist. That's terrible. I forgot his name. God bless you. He opened up and and there was an, another guy. Um, uh, he passed away a couple years ago, but he used to sing with Commissioned, and he was another person that was there. And um, we did it at my old church, and and the pastor was the was the MC, and um, I got a chance to uh, do five original songs, of which you'll probably never hear. Two of the musicians, one <laughs> one years later, I found out that he. Um, He's touring with Mariah Carey and uh, the dude that did the tracks, um, which my friend, the MD, got on board. And I didn't pay these people. They all did it for free. Um, And I didn't know half the band. Um, The dude that did like the drum tracks, he's over here playing with Brandy. And it's like, dude, all of this happened for me. It may not be it may not be the same to pay it for it to somebody else. But man, I want to pay it for it to somebody else because I, I want more of that to happen. And if it's through a conversation, then so be it. I hope that was just ramblings, but I hope that made sense. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Um, it's good to just hear your, your heart. And you. I think anybody who talks to you can feel that. Or anybody who gets to know you a little bit can feel all that. But it's cool to hear you articulate, you know, how did having people uh, who you look up to, who influenced you like that, um, having them give their resources and their connections to you, um, even at a younger age, high school age, how did that impact you? It honestly meant the world to me. 
because there were people that saw something in me that I did not see or that I didn't even imagine was there. The only thing I thought Mm. of in that moment was I want to put on a dope concert because I love concerts and I love what happens at concerts and I love people and I have something that I want to share. And these experienced veteran artists could have done anything else on their Friday night. But they decided to spend their time and their talent opening up for this awkward extrovert crazy kid that had on weird jeans with patches. <laughs> I had a costume change. I went I it was a white polyester suit. Suit jacket went past my knees. And then I changed into these jeans that had patches on them and a white button-up shirt. I told all my singers to wear jeans and a white button-up shirt. Why, I don't know, but it was dope. So I guess uh, the only other question, last question for me, is um, podcast, creating community content, Mars Invasion. Why now? Why now? Well, honestly, man, I've been sitting on this idea for three years um, I actually did the first iteration of the Mars Invasion two years ago, and I interviewed, and I'm going to re-upload those interviews. Um, I got a chance to have a dope conversation with um, Phil Boudreaux and um, my booking agent, Esther Calloway, and we just had some dope conversations, and I think um, time and discouragement happened. more. And it's, it's, it's really interesting. I've been reading on Ecclesiastes, and I've been listening to um, Sufjan Stevens, um, Carrie and Lowell. And for whatever reason, mortality has been something I've been chewing on for the last um, for, for the whole COVID. <laughs> I've been chewing on the, the, the concept of mortality. I just I just feel like two things. Number one, to not take myself too seriously. Um, but also number two, yeah. this has been a dream of mine in some way, shape or form, uh, for the last 20 years. And if I waste my time, time in procrastinating, it'll know, it'll never come through fruition. I don't know what it's going to look like, um, past conversations and authenticity and being real and all that other stuff. But I was determined to do it now. I was determined to not let another day or to not let any mental block stop me from having encouraging and insightful conversations that I think will legitimately bless people. I like it. If not now, then when? If not, if not me, then who? If not here, then when? <laughs> who is that? I should know that. <laughs> If not, if, uh, I don't know. I can't make one for why, but cool. So that's that's about it. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Uh, thank you so much for being on the well, call. Good, I, don't wanna, I don't want to give you too much more. Money. Love you. <laughs> uh, I knew if I, I I knew if I talked with you, then you would drag stuff out of me that I wouldn't have that I wouldn't have said. So thank you, uh, man. You know, I'm a vessel, just here to be, you know, a servant. 
any any other churchy things I can think of. Get out of here. <laughs> but anyway, Darnell, I love you. Tell Melissa I said hello and ooh, my sister Sophia Wells, um, another Okie that moved to LA. She has a four track EP out, and my brother under the name of D Blake is over here rapping. Yeah, yes, that is true. That is a thing that happened. (laughs) (laughs) So also uh, you and my brother Chris Cole Williams have writer's block and you guys have an EP and a single, right? Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, a little four-track EP and a single called uh, My Own Way. Some fun fun stuff, man. Fun fun work with, with the homie Chris, man. Well, all right, that's the benediction. Um, Darnell, I freaking love you uh, so much. I'm honored to call you friend and brother. Love you too, man. By the way, keep uh, this is the benediction needs to be your sign off for sure. Done and done, done and done. Well, guys, this is the benediction. The biggest thing I want to leave you with is to remind you to remember. Remember what got you to this point. Not every experience that you've had in your journey of your dream was negative. Keep track of and celebrate the positive people in your life and build from the negative. Be encouraged. Love you until next time.